are listening to The Nature of Things. This episode was originally recorded May 5th, 1992. The Nature of Things is only seven months away from its 10th year as a weekly feature on WRVO. During that sequence of 520 episodes, I've missed perhaps a half dozen and been bumped a few times. Say that makes a total of 510 combined of essays, interviews, and ad-lib field trips. Now I believe that the number of subjects that could be covered, dealing with nature and our varied relationships with it, approaches infinity. But my knowledge about it and my ancient flawed imagination possess distinct limitations. A review of the topics covered over the years would reveal a preoccupation with certain ones. Spring. I've been known to talk about spring for over six months at a stretch, not constantly, but often. I can explain that. I believe spring takes over six months to generate and to run its course. Other subjects, the colors of the seasons, our dependence on the natural processes for survival, the challenge to the body and to the senses of a walk in the wild. In wildlife, the bluebird ranks first, followed by deer, waterfowl, pheasant, grouse, and hummingbird. In my absent-mindedness, I once did two very similar essays on the rough grouse in one month. So it was with interest that I heard a regular listener, an entrepreneur from Skinny Atlas, newly met, suggest that the two topics he'd like to hear me talk about were the turkey and the rough grouse, subjects I've covered often, but apparently not enough uh, in recent years. As it turned out, the turkey was on my list of topics to revisit because of several recent encounters with the bird and its spore in the field, and because the wild turkey is becoming increasingly prominent in central New York and therefore increasingly prominent in the conversations of those I encounter in my travels. The turkey, native to this part of the country, was extirpated from its New York haunts decades ago. Its return is a triumph for game managers who willed it to happen, and for the turkey itself, which performed what I, uh, we think to be a major change in its psyche, finding ways to survive in neighborhoods once anathema to it. My encounters with turkeys over the last couple of months have included repeated sightings at the Cuyuga Nature Center and at Rice Creek Field Station, and tracks and turkey talk seen and heard at Baltimore Woods. Just last week at the Cuyuga Center, I encountered a hen turkey sneaking away through the underbrush uh, not 100 feet from where I was standing. I was climbing the bank of one of the several ravines that dissect the property, and only my head projected above the shoulder of the rise. My yellow cat bore a turkey feather, uh, wing feather, I had picked up the week before. Possible nest light, I thought. So I made a quick survey of the half-acre triangle between ravines to no avail. I made a mental note to return to the spot the following week and broke off my survey of that plot for the day. In late afternoon, however, returning to my car after a long day of measurement and observation, I again crossed that triangle of land. It's an area remote enough and properly endowed so that it uh, serves as a favored wintering spot for deer. All shrubs and saplings have been constantly browsed back to the depth of the snow blanket, so the view across the area is good. There, standing near the point of the triangle, was a tom turkey, his wattles fully engorged and his feathers raised on end. I hunched down, hoping to observe a bit of strutting. But turkeys, whatever their debated IQ, are notably alert. This one caught my movement and deflated, his wattles still blood red. 
Slowly, using tree trunks and stunted shrubs for screening, he retired from the arena. What style and beauty. Feathers partly raised in burnished bronze and charcoal plates. Wings still slightly lowered. Imperious gaze fixed directly at me. This is perhaps a major part of the turkey's mystique, its size, its moderately scandalous lifestyle, its grand bearing. Still, it has to be admitted that about 40% of its reputation is invested by its fans, two of whom are sitting uh, one booth away from me right now. They're hunters, and for the last half hour, they've been talking about nothing else but, but the turkey. Over that period, they've invested the bird with more grand pretensions than I could hope to cover in a five-minute program. They arrived after I started this essay, but the coincidence has caused me to wonder, in how many central New York restaurants right now is the Monday morning conversation centered on events of the turkey hunt? It might surprise us to find that the turkey, in its three-decade-long return uh, to what game biologists consider to be a huntable population, has spawned a legion of men and perhaps a half legion of women who come together of a Monday morning to discuss the events of the weekend hunt. When the talk is of nature, my ears are always focused as fixedly as whether that Tom Turkey stare on me. Well, that's all I have for this week. This is John Week saying thanks for listening. Tune in next week and keep it natural. <laughs>